Hump Day Quickie's Swingers Confessions is intended for mature audiences only and contains explicit language and sexual situations. This is not intended as any professional advice. Welcome to Hump Day Quickie's Swinger Confessions. Here in the sex apartment, we share our own sex-positive stories and welcome our friends to open up about their experiences in the ethically non-monogamous lifestyle. Our stories continue with a very busy weekend. First, a game of sexy Jenga leads to a six-person orgy in the sex apartment. A fantastic pre-party ends with an 11-person mess around at the sex club. Friends come to the sex apartment to finish the weekend with some fireworks. And we're back at the sex apartment. Once again, just you and me. Yes, just you and me. We got an email in our Ask Nessa questions at humptyquickies at gmail.com. I want to read this one to you. It's titled App Question. Hi there. I had a question and wasn't sure if it was okay to ask it here, but I love your podcast, so I thought I would see if you had any recommendations. Let me stop her there. 100%. Yes, please ask us questions. And sending them to our email address is perfectly fine. Yes. Preface, my husband and I are very happily married, and we were dipping our toes into the waters of the lifestyle before he had to go overseas. We hadn't found any people to have an experience with before he left. Between kids, stepkids, and life just didn't happen, and the one time it could have, the situation didn't click. But anyway, we plan on seeing what happens when he gets back. But we're now nine months into the deployment and finally have gotten to the, quote, hall pass talk, which I've always been fine with. But the idea of swinging was just not really a topic because we had always had the idea to do these things together. And I hate to use the term hall pass because that's not really what we mean. Not sure if it's more of a temporary open marriage agreement. Our original agreement was we do things together, but... Being thousands of miles apart, that hasn't really been an option. Honestly, it's a much easier situation for him because he's on a base. There are other people there in open relationships or situations that he can get into with everyone's consent and have a good time. The question is, what do I do? I don't want to make a single profile, but I also can't make a couple one. Or can I with him not being physically here? We had joined Discord a while ago, but deleted it when he left, and I know I have to do the picture verification and all that. I googled Hot Wife apps, not sure if that is an appropriate description. Several apps slash websites popped up, but I have no idea what to look at. I don't want to go on something shady. I don't want to make a profile on a dating site like Tinder because I'm in a smaller town and it's known I'm married and I'm not looking for the negative title to be bestowed upon me, even though my husband is on board and doing the same thing. Just wondering if you had any suggestions on a good place to start. If that's not something I can ask, I apologize. Thank you for taking the time to read this. Oh, gosh. So I feel like there's a couple things here to address first, just the question about apps and how to go about that. Number one, thank you for your service. Absolutely. Thank Very you. much appreciate the sacrifice you guys are making. Yes. It's difficult for me to put myself in this situation and answer it 
accordingly because all of my experiences in the lifestyle have been with my partner by my side. So when I think about doing something on my own, like in a hot wife scenario, I feel very secure in the idea that even if I'm alone in a space with another man, you are somewhere nearby, somewhere close enough where if I needed help or if something happened that I would have somebody to reach out to. So I think before jumping into playing alone for a female, a female in this situation where she doesn't have her partner close by to reach out to, I think she should set up some sort of network of people that she could reach out to, also people that she can tell where she's going, what she's doing, you know, who she's meeting, that kind of thing, so that she has some sort of safety because these situations can easily go from fun to not fun very quickly. You just don't want to be without some sort of safety net there. I so I think that would be the first concern I have about setting up something alone without your partner close by. And also the lifestyle is so much fun for me. And I know so much fun for you that sharing that immediately, like right away after we've had experiences is a big part of what we get out of the lifestyle. So not having you nearby, I don't know how I would be able to maintain that sort of excitement until you were close by again, or until I got to talk to you on the phone or somehow keeping that sexy vibe going without losing it. I think the best way for her to handle that is to write a very detailed story and text that to him or or email that to him or whatever it be. Mm-hmm. And I think I've heard plenty of military relationships where that is what they do and that's how they keep the excitement going. Okay. I've never been in a long distance relationship, so I don't know how I would approach that with the lifestyle involved. I know approaching it from just a monogamous point of view, I could see, but I feel like we should phone a friend and call John and Iris up and see what their recommendation was because they did a lot of lifestyle stuff while he was deployed. It was more just her with another woman. With another but yes. woman, but still... I mean, they they understand the dynamics of that. Anyway, since there's no John and Iris here to (laughs) answer these questions for us, we will do our best. She mentioned that they're using this as a quote unquote hall pass that she didn't really like calling it that. And I totally understand. It's just a term. It's a way to identify exactly what you're getting at. And by using the word hall pass, it gets the point across. Mm -hmm. We understand what it means. We're not thinking that it's some, I don't know. I understand that there's not better terminology for an open relationship, but that sometimes we have to use things like hall pass that don't exactly explain the relationship the way we would explain it. But you kind of have to use what people know. So, and like we always say, fuck labels, call it whatever you want. And yeah, call who cares it whatever you want. It, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> labels fuck everything up when you try to fit it into a box. It just doesn't work. So, 100% true. He may have an easier time because he's on a base where maybe more people are open, but single women in the lifestyle don't typically have a hard time of it. So, Can confirm. She may find out very quickly after she does set up a profile that it's. Not as hard as she thinks. I personally would recommend setting up a profile as a couple, but specifically stating that you are either a hot wife or a unicorn type of a situation, or you play solo. I would specifically say that you are in a relationship. You don't want to lead anybody to believe something that's not true. You don't want to put out that you're single and have somebody thinking that you're maybe available for more than just a sexual interaction. I completely agree. It should be a couple profile set up stating that you are in a hot wife play alone dynamic. Yes. 
for your own personal safety. I would not throw out the fact that your husband's away right Currently away. On depl- yes. Yeah, exactly. And don't give too much information. I don't know if there's any hot wife specific apps. There's not. It's just, you set it up as a couple. and We kind of talked about this on another episode recently. You have to find the apps that are most used in your area. So unfortunately, that tends to be a trial and error. And because we're not told where she's from, I wouldn't even be able to tell her what works in her area. But there's Cassidy, SLS, SDC, 3Fun, Field, to name a few. So you kind of have to go through. A lot of them have trial memberships that you can set up your profile, have a trial of the app and see, you know, if there's parties in your neighborhood, if there's meet and greets in your neighborhood, if there's people that are local that you want to meet. Now, if you're trying to not meet people locally, then that's, you know, another thing. If you have to go a little further outside of your immediate area, then you may even want to look at apps that are better in areas outside of your local area. So, But like you mentioned before, set up a safety net. Yes. Let somebody know where you're going. Text them as you get there. Text them as you leave. And I think a big one to mention is also the communication with the husband as well, making sure that while he knows he has the quote unquote hall pass, is that actually equally across the board given? Is that something completely understood? Does he know exactly what she would like to happen on her end of things? And not just so that it doesn't get lost in communication and as to who is getting the hall pass and Mm -hmm. who's getting to use it and when and and how often and you kind of have to break down all of those rules and you need to really communicate because you guys are so far apart that the communication key part is a bigger factor than it would be if you were sitting next to each other because at least sitting next to each other you've seen each other go off to a date or you've seen you know you've had that visual confirmation but when you're so far apart you don't know what's happening in the other person's world and you don't know what each one is okay with. And you kind of just have to really clarify all of those rules, all of those expectations. expectations. Sure. Sure. I hope we did our best to answer your question. And we'll go ahead and list all those sites in the show notes too, just so that way you don't have to write them down. Yes. Easy way to go and click on something. Yes. (laughs) So we're here to not just answer questions, but also share our stories. Yes. It's Time to catch you up from, let's see, where did we leave off? We left off in early July 2021, and we're picking right back up on July 16th, 2021, a Friday night, and we got tickets to a comedy show and invited two couples to join us. Uh, Yes, so we had Derek and Lori. You may remember from season two, episodes one, two, and three, I believe. Yeah, and a new couple, Billy and Gloria. Yes, we had a great time at the show, ate dinner at the show, hung out, watched comedy, laughed our asses off, and then came back to the sex apartment. Where we had recently gotten a new game, which was sitting on our coffee table. It's called the Tower of Kink. Kink spelled K-I-N-Q. Yes. <laughs> if you're Found it on Amazon. It. So Basically, it's a Jenga game, but it has a list of dares that are sexy. The dares, however, are numbered 1 through 50, I believe. And it comes with three cards, beginner, intermediate, and advanced. Yes. Somebody in Billy. The, was like, let's do advanced, assuming, you know, all swingers. Well, were first off, it was Billy's idea pass. to play it. He picked it up and said, we should play this. Like we yeah. were here for maybe three or four minutes. And he was like, all right, we've already had our fun watching the show, eating this. dinner. Let's get to work. It's late. 
Yeah. And he said, well, what's this game? And pulls it out. And we're like, we don't, we haven't played it yet. We, we can try it. <laughs> so we set it up and I told everybody the rules about beginner, intermediate, and advanced. And he's like, we're advanced. Let's play advanced. Yeah. Who thought a whole room full of swingers would figured we'd be advanced at least. <laughs> yeah, well, I knew right away, having already read them going, okay, sure. We'll, well play advanced. Try. Go ahead. Pull a tile. Do and we have a sample of a question? On I remember very vividly. Oh, you do? Oh, do I oh, ever? you remember it? <laughs> yeah. He has his wife pull the first tile. I look at the card. I said, advanced? And he said, yes. And I go, okay, select two men and blow them. <laughs> and she gives me the, what the fuck we just got here look. <laughs> we haven't gotten to that part yet. And he goes, go on, go on. And I'm like, or would you like to go to beginner or an intermediate? And she said, well, what do the other cards say? So at that point, as we played, I would pull the cards. I would read beginner, intermediate, and advance. And Give the, the person who pulled the tile was able to choose. Yes. So we kind of made up a little bit of our own rules there. Ultimately, the game had us all making out a lot. Yes. There was lots of kissing, lots of remove this article of clothing here and there. Yes. And even a whole bunch of oral. Yes. Which was fun because it was a perfect icebreaker. Now, I think we've talked about this before, but this game seemed that it works better in a group of more than four. Yes, so this is we not had a six. two on two. Yeah, we had six. It was a really great number. I could see it working with even more. Yes. But I could not really see it working with two on two, like a it, four. It would, it would be a challenge. Everybody would have to be very consenting to doing everything throughout. Plus a lot of it is exchanging partners and then, you know, mm -hmm. you're ultimately having to do something with the other person's partner. And if it's only just between the four people, then it. It, it also gets very boring when one person keeps selecting to take off an article of clothing while the other people keep getting, go over here and fuck, suck this guy's dick. Yeah. And Some people are completely naked and, yeah. <laughs> and other people are fully clothed. It's, it was interesting. But it did get everybody's clothes off pretty quick. And got everybody kissing, touching, and comfortable with each other. Yeah. Then Billy pulled a tile that got him to select one player to be his sex slave and do as they are told. The irony of that being the tile that he pulled to get things really started. So it's ironic because he selected me, which if you know from early on podcasts, this was one of the cards that I played in the swing set game back in the very early days of my lifestyle experiences. Yes. Ironically, he pulls this tile. You keep calling it a tile, but it's more of a block. Are they called tiles? I believe so. I would call those blocks, but okay, because it's like a Jenga game. It's a block, but whatever you want to call it, labels, whatever. <laughs> he chose me to be his sex slave. Now, this block <laughs> required that he select a sex slave to go around for the next, I believe it was two trips around the room. One of the more challenging things, if you have more than four people with us, it was six, and I can only imagine if you had eight, 10, or 12... <laughs> How long this would have taken. So while everybody else is playing the game, I am continuing to be his sex slave. And I don't really feel I did enough slaving, to be honest, because a lot of it was him touching me and him eating me out. And then finally, I returned the favor and I gave him a really good blowjob. You gave him a blowjob as it went all the way around again. So <laughs> as the game finally made it back to him to end his sex slave turn, he suggested... Is everybody ready to go back to the bedroom? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, we were ready. Which 100% everybody, yes, we were definitely ready. So we get into the bedroom and Gloria wants to take a ride on the motor bunny. Yes, because at this point we had them both sitting out because we were very big in the Sibian motor bunny races at that point. And let me tell you something about Gloria. She is super cute little oh feisty my thing. Oh God. <laughs> and she's just full of energy. Yes, yes, she is. She thoroughly enjoyed it. And this was no Sibian Motor Bunny race. This was, let's just have some fun and see what happens. And she came within two minutes. Yes, it was quick. As she's doing that, I get on the bed with Lori and we start a little girl-on-girl action. And Derek is at the edge of the bed, so I also give him a blowjob as well. As Billy and I were focusing on Gloria, you guys definitely took the moment to focus on each other. Yes. But you were very focused on Gloria. I was. And (laughs) after she came and I'm sitting there with my cock out and watching her come and you guys playing on the bed, I'm excessively hard already. Well, and don't be shy. She looked a lot like a actress that you have always wanted to bang. Yes, she looks exactly like Rosie Perez. (laughs) She stood up from the motor bunny and pushed me back on the couch and straddled me. I wasn't stopping her for anything. (laughs) Your dreams were coming true. Oh, were they ever. (laughs) Since you were keeping Gloria occupied, Billy came over to the bed. He starts to go down on Lori while Derek then flips the script and goes down on me. I'm hearing you start to make your sounds. So I kind of look past Gloria and I catch Lori watching us intently as Gloria is bouncing up and down on my cock. She is very much a watcher, I think. Yes. To get turned on watcher, not like watcher sit in the corner watcher. No, she takes in the entire room. Yeah. After a little while, Gloria then gets up and heads over to start blowing Derek while Lori comes over to me. And Billy is now coming over to fuck me. Yes. You may remember from the last time we talked about our activities, we had just met Derek and Lori a couple of weeks prior to this, and Lori had gone over to join you and Nancy on the bed. So we never actually got a chance to play with Lori yeah. and Derek. This was our first opportunity. She climbed on and started writing. And holy shit, that was a good time. <laughs> I discovered during this that while she is thoroughly enjoying herself, she likes to slap a person on the chest. Oh my gosh, yes, I remember that. Oh, really hard. Really hard. And you're sensitive. (laughs) Very sensitive. (laughs) And she did it. And I don't know if it was a look on my face or what, but she, oh my God, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. (laughs) And Derek yells from across the room as Gloria is blowing him. Yeah, we probably should have warned you. She does that. (laughs) So after a while of everyone fucking, we all kind of rotated back to our own partners. Our own partners, yep. I had mentioned earlier it was getting a little late. Billy and Gloria suggested they get back together because they knew they had to leave. Because shortly after we switched, he came inside of her and they instantly got dressed and said, and they, great seeing everybody and right out the door. This great. Bye. Yeah. So after watching them leave, we agreed it was kind of late and I was continuing to fuck you. And I said, so where do you want me to come? But I didn't have time to answer. No, you did not. Because <laughs> Lori jumped in. And said, she wants you to come in her mouth. Yes. And who am I to say no to that? (laughs) Okay. You got to show her how much you fill up a mouth. (laughs) Oh, did I ever. 
And that was pretty much the end of that. Yep. I, and <laughs> things wrapped up. We kind of yep. got dressed and we already had plans for a pre-party the next day. So we said, all right, guys, we'll catch you tomorrow night. See you tomorrow. Lori and Derek usually come into town. So when they're here, we yes. usually see them. They live about four hours away. So when they come into town, it's a Friday, Saturday, Sunday kind of thing for them. Try to make the most of their time. Yes. They're here. So the next day, we host a pre-party with four couples. Again, have Lori and Derek. Kitty and Peter join us. And we also have Lucy and Lewis. Yes. So the eight of us go to dinner. This is when I'm sitting next to Lori, and she tells me the story of how she got into the lifestyle. Yes, and I don't get to hear this at all. And I was like, holy shit, we need you guys on the podcast immediately. (laughs) Now, it took a handful of months before we got them back in to do it. But that was the night that I got to hear it, and I was like, I am not telling Nessa this story anything other than, boy, I can't wait till you hear this. And that's really all you said, and you really did hold on to her story. Yep, because so I, you want I wanted your, gen- your genuine reaction. <laughs> if you want to hear her story and my genuine reaction, go on back to... Season 2, Episode 1, 2, and 3. It's a fun story for sure. It is. We all got along really, really well through that free party. We come back to the sex apartment for after dinner conversation and a few of us changed for the club. And then we all headed out to finish the night off at our club. This was a very basic party. I think it's like Saturdays make my clothes fall off or something like that. It's just a no real real theme. theme. Just dress whatever you'd like and take off your clothes whenever you can. Right. Be sexy. It was not too long into the night before we are on a walk, all eight of us, and we roll into the couple's room. Which is actually somewhat unusual for us because usually we break off from the people that we have had a pre-party with and just kind of go our separate ways and sometimes meet back up, sometimes not. So this is unusual that we were all together, all walking the hallway at the same time. And uh, then what occurs next is also not the norm. Honestly, this was hands down my favorite experience. Really? At, up to this point in in our journey. In our journey. Okay. This took the cake at that moment. Okay. I could see that. It was a big one. Stop teasing everybody. Sorry. So we go into the couple's room. The couple's room at our club has a large bed set up so you can fit many people. The area that we chose was the two queen size beds pushed together. Kitty wasn't walking in that room just to uh, see what was going on. No, she wasn't. She grabbed you by the hand and took you straight to that bed. (laughs) And Lori and Lucy take note and do the same thing and go to the bed right next to us. So now we're both making out, both girl, girl, well, four girls all making out. And the guys are kind of standing off to the side. Me and Peter are on one side by you guys and Derek and Lewis on the other side. Kitty ends up going down on me and Lucy takes note and goes down on Lori. Yes. Slowly the guys start getting undressed and watching what's happening. Then I switch. I start eating out Kitty and same goes with Lucy and Lori. They switch and now Lori is eating out Lucy. Yes. And Lucy announced, when am I going to get some dick? (laughs) She had had enough. (laughs) Somebody had to say it. (laughs) I wasn't rushing the action in any way, shape, or form. I was actually hoping the four of you were going to kind of intermingle and get, but I'm happy it went the way it did. Yeah. Peter literally jumps onto the bed and runs across the bed to her and puts his cock right in her mouth. Like, I got a dick for (laughs) you. Derek... Gets behind Lori and starts playing with her. And now Lewis gets behind me. Yes, he walks. He calmly walks around the bed. There's no running in this case. Yes. (laughs) Which was much appreciated. 
Yes. And as always, I sit back and wait until somebody says, hey, you specifically come here. I am very much into the, I will gladly sit and watch until somebody specifically says, will you do this? And as all three of you girls were occupied, Kitty turns to me and tells me that she wants my cock. I had been heavily flirting with Kitty all night and I was very happy to oblige. Yes. (laughs) I walk up to her and she pulls my cock right into her mouth. Nice. While she's doing that, Peter starts fucking Lucy. And Lewis then switches to going down on me. Yes. Derek also takes this moment to start fucking Lori. Now that Kitty's seeing all this fucking going on, she tells me, it's time for you to fuck me. Nice. Again, not one to say no. Such a people pleaser you are. I really am. So we're all fucking and Peter decides he's going to switch it up and he comes over to me, which then prompts Lewis to go to Lori. Yes. And I think Kitty wanted to be kind of the sexy addition for me and Peter because obviously, you know, she's the two of them had been very excited for a piece of you. Yeah. And that's why Kitty grabbed you and pulled you onto that bed because she was ready to start with you. And when Peter came back over to join us, yes. We get into a 69 position. Peter continues to fuck me from behind while we're kind of in the 69 position. And he was not being gentle about it. No. So it did not last very long with her (laughs) underneath face right there. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. She spins around and you two start making out. Yep. And you guys are kind of on the edge of the bed as Peter is standing there doing this. So with him behind us, he switches on and off between me and Kitty. That was really fucking hot to watch because he would go at you for a little while and then switch down to her and just hearing the two of you and the constant slapping of your ass through the whole thing was nice. (laughs) Of course. And I'm just sitting back watching this and stroking my cock and I hear Lucy go, get over here and fuck me. Whoa. It's a little different I, than I want your cock. <laughs> I, I look up and I'm like, what, where, who's she? And I look over at Lucy and she's looking right at me. I go, oh, <laughs> okay. So I head over there and start doing that. Lewis pulls me off of Kitty and lays me on my back and now begins to fuck me more in a missionary position style. Meanwhile, another girl decides to join. We had attracted quite the crowd. Yes. Well, this is a couple's room, so that is typically what happens in this room. And there is no doubt that this woman's husband was nudging her, go over there, go over there, be part of this. (laughs) And... Based on her level of excitement, I think she was very eager to join and be a part of this. And She started playing with Lori and Kitty, though. She wasn't playing with me. Me and Lewis were off a little bit yes. to the side. And as were Lucy and I. Yes. So she starts playing with the two girls. And they kind of are like, wait, where'd this girl come from? But again, three girls are more than happy to play together. And <laughs> they all enjoyed that for a little bit. And while that's going on, Lewis is getting winded. So <laughs> he says he needs a break. And when I stand up to start to kind of towel off a little bit, I notice two people on another queen bed in the same room, but off to the side. She may be one of my favorite females mm-hmm. that we know in the club. And we have never actually played. We have always made out a lot. She is a fantastic kisser. Mm-hmm. At this point in time, I had been eyeballing her a lot through the evening. So I decided to be a third. You noticed that they were watching you. Mm-hmm. And I noticed at about the same time Yeah, and said, you should go over there. And you said, I already am. <laughs> and started heading way. that way. Yes. 
I go and... You know what? We're going to save your story for a minute. I want to finish up on our bed before okay. we bounce over to you guys. You do that. So I have no idea what happened over there after I got to this bed. So you head over to Diana and Kent on the other bed. Yes. I'm sitting there stroking my cock watching what's going on over there. Lori, who had just recently fucked Derek, sees me stroking my cock and tells me she wants to blow me. I mean, who am I to say no to that? And she crawls across the bed and starts blowing me the whole time while I'm watching you guys. After a couple minutes of that, she climbs on top of me and says she wants to fuck me and starts riding me until she comes really, really, really fucking hard. Slapping you again? No. She actually started. <laughs> she reached back to do it and says, oh, wait, you don't like that and didn't. Aww, so A plus to her that. for remembering. Yes. It wasn't very long after that that Derek shows up next to the bed with a glass of water for her, whispers something in her ear, and she climbs up and gets off of me and they go off in the corner and talk a little bit. Oh, boy. About 30 seconds later, Derek comes back over to me and says, Hey, sorry, I, I didn't mean to stop you guys. She had told me that she was done. I thought she stopped and that you had pushed her into doing something. And I didn't realize that she had full control and wanted to be part of that. So sorry for stopping you guys. Oh. So our little nine-person puppy pile that you kind of bounced off and headed over Diane and Kent was kind of wrapping up. And we all turned and focused our attention to you guys. Yeah. How about you pick up now with what was happening over there? Diana had just finished up fucking Kent. So she was kind of trying to finish him off. She was giving him a blowjob when mm -hmm. I came over. I always find that this is a fun way to interject myself. I always ask if two people can share one cock and give a double blowjob. So I'm trying to remember a time where anybody ever said, no, please don't suck my husband's cock. And a husband said, no, I'd rather my wife just be sucking my dick right now. Well, I mean, they're open to say that if they want. Everyone's to. welcome to. I'm just saying I don't remember a time where anyone did well i don't either and maybe that's why i use that tactic uh <laughs> so i usually just say can i help because you know everybody likes an extra hand or tongue or mouth or whatever so i start blowing him me and diana go back and forth with kent's cock and he says he's going to come I say, okay. And I typically at this point, I look to the wife, you know, like, am I allowed to have this or, but Diana was very willing to share. So she's like, yeah, go take it. Uh, willing to share. Diana had her <laughs> hand on the back of your head and was moving it up and down on his cock. Well, what I'm saying is that sometimes when it comes to the actual coming part, some women get real weird about like, mm -hmm. you don't get to have my husband's come in your mouth. Like I want that. So Nope, she was very much making sure you got his cum she, in your mouth. She did. To this day, he has the best tasting cum I have ever tasted. It was fantastic. Like, I lick my fingers. Like, I mean, I'm not one to enjoy cum, but that cum was fantastic. So good. I think I remember after walking away from this, well, we'll get there, but I did tell you immediately that I was like, oh my God, his cum tastes so good. I don't know what he does. You have to find out what he does because whatever he does, you got to start doing. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Turns out he drinks Goldschlager. Well, he also stops eating at three o'clock on the day that he goes to the club. So he stops eating and he drinks Goldschlager while he's at the club. So if that's what makes his cum taste fantastic, I don't know, guys, that might be the secret. But you literally told him your cum tastes like candy. Yes. And then he was all sorts of blushing and red in the face like he was. No one's ever told me that before. <laughs> 
I'm so happy I could be the first, but still. Anyways, to this day, I remember how great his cum tastes. After I swallow his tasty cum, I end up back in the bed with Diana and we make out and touch a lot. Grind all over each other. This is my second cuddle puddle with a female that reached such a passionate level. It was just amazing. And I really think that there are just some women that I click with that this is something that can happen. And then some women that it's a whole different feeling. But with Diana and with Nancy, both of these women just give off a passionate vibe. And they're both so sexy. And they're also very strong women too, I would say. You definitely have a type. Maybe I have a type. But either way, 45 minutes of just grinding and touching and kissing on Diana. Kent actually had to leave at one point and he was like, I'll just let you guys go. I'm going to get another drink. I'll be right back. (laughs) I'll get some more Goldschlager. Make my cum taste real good for later. So eventually, me with lots of alcohol and tons of stimulation. That plus the fact that you guys have been doing that for 45 minutes and you were in that bed with everyone else for at least an hour. So you were almost at two hours. Yeah. So I got up and told her I had to pee and she understood. So rain checked it. And one of these days we'll get back around to that rain check. We still, I still make out with her every time we go to the club and we see her, but it always seems that we go in different directions and then they get around very much like the voyeur room. Yes. And always end up in that, which is not our cup of tea. Right. Everyone, like I had mentioned, was already done and we were all just sitting on the bed watching this go down. As you finally finished and said, okay, I need to stop because I really have to pee. You got up got dressed and we all left and went back towards the bar. So actually, I believe all of you stopped to go pee at this point and we hung out at the bar for a little while. We kept hanging out with Kitty and Peter, who made it very clear they wanted to head back to the couple's room again. (laughs) (laughs) And we kept going, well, it's kind of late. It's kind of late. But with about 10 minutes before closing, they said, hey, come on, let's go back real quick. Let's go back. And we walked back into the couple's room. And there's about 10 couples in there, and everybody seems to be wrapping up. One by one, they all get up and walk out of the room as Peter and Kitty lay down on a bed and start having sex. In this room happens to be Ginger and Jose. So Ginger comes up to you and asks you if you would like a blowjob. I'm telling you, this was a hell of a night for me. I mean, you're not one to say no. No, but and like that I'm night, also not being one being a to... yes guy was yeah. kind of tough. <laughs> I'll take it. I mean, how many does that make now? You had... She was number four that evening. I was going to say, that was quite a few. Yes. I gladly say yes, and she heads me over to the couch and starts going down on me. Jose is not as direct as Ginger is, so he was very gently kind of just rubbing my pussy, and I reach around to feel his cock through his pants. I get him to the couch and start blowing him as well. Yes. Did you happen to see what Kitty and Peter were doing at this point? Kitty and Peter, who were hoping that we would have run over to the bed and joined them, but us knowing what time it was, we're thinking, okay, we're going to get a knock at any point. But with Ginger and Jose saying, hey, come over here, like, okay, they see us over there. Kitty gets up and comes over to you and gets behind you and starts going down on you while Peter slides right back in and picks up where he left off on the bed (laughs) and starts fucking her from behind. They really made it known what they wanted. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Not for lack of trying there. Jose pulls me up to the couch and has me on my back on the couch now and starts to finger fuck me. And also, he chokes me some, too. Yes. One thing about Ginger and Jose was that when we initially met them, 
they're into more of the BDSM side of things. So this was actually a nice little addition. Not only is he choking you and finger fucking you, he is also face fucking you very thoroughly. (laughs) And I am very much enjoying watching this as Ginger continues to blow me on the couch. Yes. Kitty then comes over and starts joining Ginger blowing me. Ginger lifts her head off my cock and for the first time sees what's going on with you guys and stands up and runs over to start going down on you because she wants to be part of that. Yes. Kitty tells me how badly she wants to fuck me one more time. Just as the club owner opens the door and says, what the hell are you guys still doing in here? It's 3.30. (laughs) Time to go. Club closes at 3. All our shit was still at the bar and they're like, where are these people? They never leave without their stuff. (laughs) Apparently the reason everyone got up and got out of the room as we were walking in was because the club owner had already come through and said, closing time, everybody get out. And we missed. And uh... we apparently went in right behind her walking out. (laughs) Yes. We had a little extra fun there. We'll walk a shame on the way out the door there, but... As the lights were all on and they were mopping the floor, but whatever, it's cool. It's okay. So that does it for Saturday night. Yes. Into early Sunday morning. (laughs) This was one hell of a weekend for us. We had mentioned the last time that the kids are with their father for two weeks. During those two weeks, we make the most of our time. This was the final weekend before they came back. And we had something scheduled Friday, Saturday, and now on to Sunday where Han and Leia come up to go out to dinner. Yes. <laughs> we ended up going to a sports bar slash bowling alley right down the street from the sex apartment. Yeah. As always with them, fun dinner, laughing, joking, good time. And we head back to the sex apartment. And it doesn't take Leia very long. <laughs> She was making it pretty clear that she wanted to play with me. After our time with them at the club, they were very excited to go a little further with you. You guys start making out on the couch. Yes. It's not one or two minutes before she grabs your hand and just takes you right into the bedroom. Han and I followed very close behind you as Leia was pulling your clothes off, which I don't even think... Your clothes made it into the bedroom. There was a whole trail of them there, from the living yes, room to the bedroom. And she was pulling her clothes off as she was going right behind you and taking you to that bed. She gets me to the bed and she lays me down and starts going down on me. Yes, she does. It was a blast to see the difference from the first time that we were with them. And she was very timid and not sure what to do to we want this and it's time. Yes. Yes. She was not holding back this time. No. Love that. We flip around and I start to go down on her. What I love about the Leia is that she comes so easily. Mm -hmm. So I get her to come with my technique. Yes. (laughs) and that was fantastic. You not only make her come, but you keep going down on her after she comes because she had her hand on the back of your head and wasn't letting you up. And Han, standing behind you, watching all this go down, comes right behind you and starts going down on you. Yes. Leia sees that you're off on your own there, so she starts to stroke your cock. She actually pushed my hand away from my cock because I was literally standing over this And you looking up at me while you're getting your pussy eaten and that little half face that I get to see as you're eating pussy and your eyes hit my eyes as I'm stroking my cock. (laughs) And that's when Leia smacks my hand away and starts stroking it herself. Nice. Han ends up making me come by eating me out. Yes. A feat that he has done every time he's gone down on you. 
He's very good at that. Leia says that she needed to learn from me for my technique, but I think she has a very good teacher right there in her own home. So <laughs> she can learn from him as well. After I come, Leia turns to Han to blow him, and then I go over to you to blow you. That doesn't last very long because Leia pulls Han's cock out of her mouth and says, I want you to blow him. <laughs> I love the change in their timid to excited. Yes. I can only imagine the conversations they had leading up to this. So we switch. Leia's blowing me. You're blowing Han. I'm blowing Han. You get him nice and hard and turn around and ask him if he'd like to fuck you. He starts to fuck you and Leia goes, oh my God, I want to watch this and gets up and comes over and is right there as he's fucking you. He alternates between getting a blowjob from her and fucking you. At one point, while she's blowing him, he tells her that he's about to come. And Leia wants to be a big sharer, too. (laughs) Seems the theme of this weekend. Yes, yes, it is. So she asks me if I want to switch, and I end up taking Han's load in my mouth. Yes, you do. After you swallow his cum, you come over and start riding my cock. But while Leia goes down on me. Yes. Yes. Very hot. Loved every bit of that. So did I. Well, we were exhausted. Yes. But this weekend was packed full of lots of sexy fun. It was an incredible weekend with new couples and old friends and just a lot, a lot, a lot of great sex. Yes. Thanks for joining us for a Hump Day Quickie. We hope this brought you some midweek excitement. If you have your own confession you'd like to share with us and our audience, please call 844-4HUMP-DAY and leave us a message. Can't wait to hear your sexy stories.